Welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. Here you'll learn about how to grow your home building, remodeling, or contracting business. If you're not growing, you're moving backward. So we want you to always be in growth mode. This podcast has really turned into a movement and community of people who want to grow personally and professionally. Here we bring you some of the best marketing, sales, and business minds in the industry so you can elevate your business. All right, let's dive into the show. Hey guys, did you know that 72% of client unhappiness is directly attributed to a lack of communication during projects? The team over at BuildBook has solved that problem once and for all with a tool that keeps all the conversations and decisions between you, your team, and your clients in one place. Their simple, powerful app helps you create daily logs, schedule and manage your client tasks, keep track of selections, process change orders, and so much more. I met the BuildBook team in Vegas at IBS earlier this year, where they were chosen as a finalist for the most innovative construction tool of 2020, which is saying a lot considering how many tools are actually out there. If you're looking to remove the stress from your projects, make your clients happier, and increase your profits, they're offering a special deal to all Builder Funnel Radio listeners. Hit pause right now and text BuildBook to 33777 for a free trial of the software plus 45% off the first year. There's absolutely no risk to try it. So go ahead and hit pause and text build book to 33777 to take advantage of the trial and score the 45% off. This deal isn't available anywhere else. So I recommend at least trying out the software. All right, let's dive into today's show. Hey guys, welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. This is another edition of the Growth Series and episode 102. And as we dive into the topic for today, I wanted to mention that one, this won't be a super long episode, but it's going to be very tactical and uh, comes out of several conversations I've had over the last week or two around tracking your numbers in terms of your sales funnel. And what I really want to start out with is this whole concept of sales versus marketing. And over the years, there's always been, especially in the corporate world, kind of this battle between marketing and sales. Marketing generates the leads and sales always says the leads are junk or they're crap. And then on the flip side, marketing does all this work to generate these leads and sales never closes them or they don't follow up. And it's always this uh, this struggle. And so here at Builder Funnel, we don't even think about it that way. It's really one revenue team. Because if you think about it, sales needs to close the deal and there's certain functions around sales, but the goal is revenue. And marketing generates leads, but the goal really isn't leads. Yes, that's what marketing can control, but the goal is sales. So everybody's after the same target, the same objective, and that is revenue. And there's lots of subsets to those goals. And so Sure, some of you will say, oh, well, marketing is about branding or brand awareness and exposure and some of these other things. Yes, like those are all goals of marketing too. But at the end of the day, marketing and sales, they're intertwined, they work together, and the goal is to produce revenue. So that's how I think about it. It's one revenue funnel and uh, one revenue team. And so what I want to talk about is numbers. And so a few questions for you like, do you know? your closing ratio. So do you know the number of appointments to sign deals? Do you know the number of raw leads to appointments? 
Do you know the number of design agreements to construction agreements? You know, there's all these ratios within this uh, revenue funnel or sales funnel. And a lot of times I, I get on the phone and I'm talking to somebody and I say, well, are you tracking your leads? And a lot of people say, no, you know, they aren't tracking leads to begin with. But even if you're tracking leads, which a lot of you are, that's just kind of that first basic step, which is, okay, I have a place to store these leads. Maybe I'm tagging where they came from so you know their original source, which that's really important because then you can start to identify revenue by channel. But at the end of the day, knowing all these metrics along the way really allow you to break down this revenue funnel and make improvements. So let's, let's talk about a couple of those. Let's just say from appointment to sign deal. If you know for every 10 appointments you close a deal, and you've got that 10% closing ratio, that is really helpful information because one, you can say, well, I need to grow, so I just need to get more appointments. And I know I'll close 10% of them. Or you can say, man, I really need to do a better job of closing these and I need to be closing two or three deals for every 10 appointments. And so then you know you have a sales issue and a sales process issue somewhere in that arena. And so as you start to break down this funnel from top to bottom, you can start to play around with the numbers and the levers. And so you can say, okay, I need to fix my sales process or no, I just need more lead flow. And so those are the different things that you can start to work with. And I think one of the common problems is and challenges is, is that everyone talks about these numbers, you know, closing ratio, I close 10% or 30%. But we're all working off of different definitions and different, you know, metrics. So somebody that says they close 30%, well, they're talking about 30% of the, the appointments that they actually go on to the home or on that, that first Zoom meeting or something after the phone pre-qualification. So they're kind of already assuming in their mind that the lead is qualified and they've decided to pursue it. And so they're closing 30% of those. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. We just need to be working off of the same numbers. So let's break it down and I'll share some of the ways that we think about it here. So let's start with leads. You have raw leads, just general inquiries, people filling out forms on your website, people subscribing to your email newsletter, downloading guides, ebooks, brochures, whatever it is. It's a contact. It's a raw lead. You have a name and an email at, at the bare minimum, and hopefully you have last name and, and maybe a phone number. And then you have leads that are either qualified or unqualified. And so you go from this raw lead status to okay, now I finally got them on the phone. Let's see if they're a good fit. Yes, they are. They're qualified. I'm going to book an appointment or no, they're not qualified. Great. We're going to part ways here. And so you go from that raw leads number to either qualified or unqualified. You can break that down further. So we also talk about here, marketing qualified leads and sales qualified leads. Let's not get into that today. Let's keep it simple. So you've got raw leads, and then you've got qualified and unqualified. Now, again, raw leads are just in the system, and we, they could be in the system for months or years. You know, we, we've seen that happen a ton where somebody comes in, they download a kitchen design guide or an ebook or a pricing guide on your website, and they're browsing around for six months or nine months, and then they pop up, they say, hey, let's talk, and you finally book a meeting, and then they enter the sales process. So 
it's really important to know that that raw lead is an unknown quantity until you've qualified them. So they are not unqualified if they don't respond. They are not unqualified if you just can't get a hold of them, you call them, you know, whatever it is. That just means they're not ready yet. So they still could be a qualified lead, just one that's ready to buy later. And I've talked about that in some previous podcasts, kind of the, the lead matrix where they're, they're qualified, but they're just uh, not time ready. And so they're good lead, just not yet. But let's go back to that. So we've got raw leads, we've got qualified and unqualified. You can't qualify them or unqualify them until you actually talk to them on the phone and see if it's a good fit or not a good fit. Maybe they're out of area or budget's not there. Now, granted, you can qualify them if they fill out a form and they say they're in a different city and you don't work in that city. That's one thing. But generally, you're not going to qualify them until you actually have that pre-qualification phone call before you book the appointment. Now, it's really important to track all of these metrics through the funnel because where we want to get through all of this, we talked about you know raw leads to first appointment, then first appointment to second, third appointment. Maybe you have a design agreement, you have a construction agreement. And so if you can track all those ratios, it opens up a lot of doorways for improvement. But even at the very least, if you can just track one number, and that is raw leads to sign contracts. And so for us here, we know that for every 26 raw leads we get, we close a customer. And so what that means is we've got people that come through the website, they download an ebook, a checklist, they sign up for a webinar, um, they fill out a form, right? They're in the system, now they're a raw lead. We know that over time, averaged out, 26 of those people come through, one of them will sign. And so now things start to get interesting. Imagine you knew that for your business. Let's say for every 26 raw leads, you closed a deal. Then you're going to look at what does an average deal look like for me? Maybe it's $100,000. You know, you do some additions, you do some, some multi-room stuff, and you do some smaller stuff. So you average out at hundred grand. Well, then you can start to look at, okay, well, what did I have to spend to generate those 26 raw leads? or in other words, to generate a hundred grand in revenue. Maybe you spent $4,000. Maybe you're spending $4,000 a month and that produces a hundred grand. And so that's 4%. And if you're a remodeler and you're running your business by the numbers, that should work, you know, kind of right in the middle of that three to 5% range. Although I know most of you are spending one or 2%, but then you know that number. And so you can say, well, gosh, if I put another four grand into this, will I generate an additional 26 raw leads and another hundred grand? Because then you could say, well, maybe if I'm spending eight grand, I'll generate 200 grand uh, worth of work. And so that's that lever that you can start to move. And that becomes really, really powerful because then you're going to look at things like, well, if I spend another four grand, maybe I get more leads. Maybe I get more than 26 because I get some, some scale there. Or maybe you actually produce fewer leads and because you kind of tapped out those channels uh, and you can't, you can't just double your spend to double your, your lead output. So then maybe you're looking at a different channel and you're looking at getting more performance out of a different channel. If you've followed Builder Funnel for even a little bit, you know we're huge believers in the inbound marketing methodology. 
One of the most important phases is the client delight phase. By delighting customers, you turn them into promoters of your business and your brand. The only way to get people to go out of their way to sing your praises is to wow them throughout the process. This is something the guys over at BillBook are helping you do. Better communication leads to better outcomes, and that means communication at every level. Daily logs, client selections, punch lists, and change orders. Today, that communication gets super fragmented between email, text, and phone calls, and inevitably, things fall through the cracks. With BuildBook, everything funnels through one simple app, keeping everyone on the same page and your clients filled with delight. No more digging through texts or random emails looking for client approvals. Just one place to see everything going on with a project. And as a reminder, they're offering a special deal to all Builder Funnel Radio listeners. Hit pause right now and text BUILDBOOK to 33777 for a free trial of the software plus 45% off the first year. All right, let's get back to the show. These are the types of questions that you really want to be having. And most of the time, the questions and the things that you're thinking about are, well, gosh, I'm doing uh, a million or maybe a million five in revenue. And almost all my business comes from word of mouth referral. And so if I put $500 a month into this, I should get tons more business because I'm already producing 1.5 on zero marketing. So any marketing is going to move my business forward. That's not really how it works. You've basically built your business around word of mouth referral. And so you've relied on zero marketing. And so you don't actually have anything going for you from brand exposure, you know, lead generation through your website, content, SEO, advertising, you know, recurring brand awareness from, you know, home shows or things like that. And so it's going to take some time to build that marketing engine up. But if you commit to it, then in a relatively short amount of time, you'll start to see data coming through and you'll say, okay, this is what I'm starting to average for lead flow. And this is what I'm investing in terms of marketing. And so you're, you're going to get to a certain level off of word of mouth referral. And then if you really want to scale and grow, you're going to be looking at marketing and advertising and where you're putting those dollars. And so you're going to look at it and it's going to feel, it's not going to feel great because if you've built your business around a zero or 1% marketing budget, which is pretty much doing no marketing, then chances are that money is going somewhere that it really shouldn't. Maybe it's going to overhead. Uh, Maybe it's going to labor. Maybe it's going to materials. And the way you've built your business, you've built it around a 1% or 0% marketing budget. And so if you restructure your business to build it around a 3%, 4% marketing budget, then you've actually got the space to do that. And now it's actually going to feel good spending on marketing because if you know that you can invest, going back to my original example, another four grand and that will kick out another hundred grand in revenue and that works within the the structure and the numbers of your business, then you're going to say, well, great, let's put in another four and let's put in another four. And you build in that predictability. And that's really what helps you sleep at night that's what helps you scale. And that's even just what helps you maintain. So then you don't have these peaks and valleys in these low years where you get up to 2 million or 2.2 and then, oh, we hit 1.5 the next year. Well, that's probably because you're relying on word of mouth referral and it's unpredictable and you don't know when people are going to send work your way. So you're just kind of banking on luck and 
you know, that you've been around for a while. And so some work will come your way. And if that works for your business model, great. Maybe you can scale up and down pretty easily. But uh, most people I talk to, you know, if they're doing two, 2.2, 2.3, and then they drop to 1.5, like that year hurts. And so I always advocate for having a robust marketing program, but only because you should know, hey, if I'm putting dollars into this machine, you should be happy to spend those dollars. They should return the revenue. And so it does take some testing. It does take some commitment to it. But then ultimately, you've got something that you can rely on and something that's super predictable. And so that's really what we've been chasing for uh, for a while here. And we got to that point several years ago, and it's, it's a really good feeling knowing that, hey, we're doing these types of activities. It's producing a consistent result. Okay, now do we want to go faster? Great, we'll just put some more cash into these channels or more time and effort, depending on how you're doing your marketing. And then you get an increased return. And so a lot of people look at that marketing you know, light item as an expense, but really it should be an investment. And so I guess where I'm going with all of this is let's take a step back. Let's look at all those numbers through the funnel. Start with those raw leads. Like I talk to people that that don't even count leads until they book an appointment. Oh man, you're missing out on critical data. Track all of those leads. Track anybody that inquires, anybody that fills out a form. And then you know raw leads to customers. And for us, it's 26. Uh, we just ran this calculation for one of our other clients. It's 30. You know, And the number is what it is. You want the facts because once you have the facts, you can start to improve. And like I said, there's different areas you can improve. You can say, well, gosh, I'm converting tons of my raw leads to appointments. So you figure, okay, my lead quality is high because the assumption is, you pre-qualified them. You said, yes, I do want to meet with you. They're a good lead. So, okay, that tells you something. Well, great. Those channels are great channels. So maybe you, you really want to invest more in those channels because you're converting a lot of your raw leads to appointments. Maybe you're not converting a lot of raw leads to appointments. Then you're going to look at, well, gosh, could I reallocate these dollars somewhere else? Or the appointments that I am getting, where are those leads coming from? Can I shift my dollars to that channel? And again, all of this is only possible if you track the data and you track these channels. And you can do this at every stage. Again, from appointment to close. Let's say you're closing one out of 20. Probably a sales issue, not necessarily a marketing issue. So then you might invest in sales training or you might look at the way you're qualifying leads or maybe you'll look at your pricing. And so you can do all of those things, but again, only if you have the data. Otherwise, you're just kind of guessing and saying, oh, I'm not getting enough leads or, oh, I'm you know, not super great at sales or these leads are junk or everyone's price sensitive or you just start throwing out things. But if you have the data to back it up, then you just start you know, twisting the levers and, or the knobs and pulling the levers and you can say, okay, well, let's try to improve this conversion rate or let's try to improve this conversion rate. And that's really where you get to at an optimization game. But step one is tracking the data. So track raw leads, track pre-qual calls, track first appointments, track second appointments, track, you know, if you guys do design agreements, track those, and then construction agreements. And if you have all those numbers, you have all those ratios then you're in a beautiful spot. Then you can start running those numbers. Well, what's my average you know, job size? 
okay, how much am I spending on marketing to produce that work? If I spent more on marketing, would I, would I get more work? How much more work? And then you can start to see, okay, are those channels effective? Am I spending my marketing wisely? And am I building a repeatable marketing and sales machine? Because at the end of the day, that's what you're in the business of. You just happen to build homes. You just happen to remodel homes, but you are a marketing and sales organization because if you don't market and sell, then you can go from 3 million to a million in you know 12 months just from not getting enough lead flow and not closing enough deals. So hopefully this opened up your eyes to a few things or made you think about your sales funnel and your revenue funnel a little bit differently. Uh, if you're not tracking your leads, hopefully it gave you the kick in the pants to start doing that. You know, Get some software, get a CRM. There's great free tools out there. We use HubSpot. They have a free CRM. So you don't have to spend a lot of money on this. You do have to invest the time in training yourself putting in the data because the tools are only as good as the data that goes into them. But like I said, hopefully this inspired you to get going, tracking those conversion rates, and then figure out that raw lead to customer number. And once you know that, gosh, that's freeing. Then you know exactly what you need if you want to scale your business. Thanks for listening, guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode here on the growth series on Builder Funnel Radio, and we will see you next time. Take care. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And as a quick reminder, text RADIO to 33777 for some free goodies as a thank you for listening to the show. And if you got some value from today's episode, I just ask that you leave us a quick review on iTunes. It really helps us spread the word and grow this awesome community of people who are working to improve their lives and their businesses. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Builder Funnel Radio.